your number's wrong. Billy Bob, Billy Boy, this morning we're talking about pulling your property off the market or pushing on with your campaign. If you haven't sold your property and you're at that crossroads of where do I go now, we're going to give you some brilliant ideas. Stay tuned. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. You asked me where am I this morning, and you yeah. actually thought it was the Coliseum. That is wrong. I am on the balcony, looking up to the balcony of you know Romeo and Juliet, the push and pull. That's not the original balcony behind you. It's just a balcony. No, this is what Google says the balcony looked like. Really? So that's the original Romeo and Juliet balcony. As far as Google's concerned, it is. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. But, there yeah, say um, it's kind of a, it's a visual for this morning's um, topic because the push and pull between husband and wife sometimes or, you know, family members, whether to sell the property at the moment, is um, it's, a, it's a big debate. Yeah, so look, certainly people have got their properties on the market at the moment. Um, in our core area, there's 680 properties that are sitting on the market, uh, north, uh, down from normally around 800. Uh, look, about 800 is a lot um, in yeah. our area, 850. 1,000 that we've experienced, 1,000 on the market uh, at times. And getting down to that sort of 500 is really low for stock on market on the North Beaches. So we're sitting now, uh, we're sitting at probably below average amount of properties on the market. But the duration that these properties are staying on the market used to be about the 12-day mark. That was the average time properties were sitting on the market. Yes. If you go out to all the different price ranges and take an average now, the days on market is sitting more like 50 days. I have seen days on market get to 120 days. Um, through the um, through the global financial crisis, so the fact is they're staying on the market for longer. What do you reckon? Yep, sounds about right. And so it comes back to price, product, and promotion. When you're looking to get that dream price, um, we're going to take a couple of different spins on this this morning. But basically, it gets to the point where your vendors fatigued. They kind of lost hope in the first, you know, two, three, four weeks, and after that, they're thinking, you know, maybe we don't, maybe we're not going to get the dream price. Do we just pull it from the market? And so we had three conversations yesterday with people, you know, that had this exact thought process. You know, we're not getting the price we kind of need to make this work. Uh, do we pull it from the market? And there's two ways you can look at it because you're definitely not going to find your buyer by pulling it off the market, that's 100% given. Um, if your agent's happy to roll with it and you know, still making an effort and it's not you know, an inconvenience to you, maybe it's tenants or something like that, then you know, why wouldn't you roll on? Well, it's, it's a huge inconvenience, I guess, um, as a seller, particularly if it's your family home, it's been shown you've got open for inspections two or three times a week. Um, yeah. You've got, uh, uh, but the thing is, 
you've got to consider this. People have spent sometimes 2000 on marketing, 5000 on marketing, 10000 on marketing of the property to have yeah. a full swing at it. Um, and generally, like you said, the areas where it's gone wrong, the price, product, promotion, if we talk about price, this is where, this is where people most often come undone. If it's been a fantastic agent and a fantastic campaign and the price just isn't there, people often don't translate that price across to their purchase. So they have the dream price that they sh- they wanted or that they could have gotten last year, and they go, well, if that's not going to be paid, I'm just not going to do a deal. But if you're selling a property at the moment, what you've got to realise is that it's actually relative. So it's relative to buying your next property as well. So if your property is selling for less than 5% or less than five percent of less than what it was sold last year your yeah. buying property is going to be selling for five percent less of what it was last year generally so but some people aren't translating that across to their purchase now so they're happy to um for the, where they're buying to take a hit but they're not happy that the property they're selling to take a hit yep absolutely um that's price Product, obviously the property itself, we see so many, you know, really great campaigns. The property looks amazing. But yeah, as you said, after two two or three weeks, um, you know, opening the property constantly, private appointments, um, you know, if you've got a tenant in there, it's even more difficult. Sometimes I think people lose sight of where they're going and, and kind of just get bogged down a little bit with the, um, the inconvenience of having to be out the family home, you know, Saturdays, Wednesdays. It's pretty. Um, it's it's a big investment of you know time as well as well as money. And also, I think there's an opportunity there for. Um, Luke's just made a comment about days on market. Often, those properties that are on the market are suffering from a, uh, a stigma. Um, yeah. Owners do feel like they can escape that um, that stigma by removing the property from the market. And maybe putting it on the market three, four months later as, as a fresh new property. Um, but I'm going to say if you're ramping out the same the same campaign um, with the same uh, the same property with the same price, um, what's changed? And by outsmarting or out tricking the the market by saying here it is, it's fresh, it's new, um, it's still the, it's still um, the same thing rewrapped um inside so i think you've got to have a good strong long long hard think about selling at the moment um maybe billy do you reckon people should be more accepting about longer days on market or they should just be doing the business within 14 days it's funny so i think buyers it doesn't matter what market you're in they're always like they've seen the property on the market for a while you know and that's you know every buyer's got a different perception of what a while is maybe it's more than two weeks maybe it's more than four weeks um, but they always say oh we've seen the property on the market for a while is there anything wrong with it and it's like no uh, nothing wrong with the property um, you know vendors I think um, yeah definitely it's 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 a normal state of the market at the moment to be on you know for a little bit longer but in saying that uh, you know Luke's made a good point there be patient I think it's just as much you know, important to realise when you've got the right buyer, it's definitely time to move quickly. Um, you know, and that might come in the first week. So, you know, we've seen that happen as well. And I think it's such a setup. 
you know, to to set your property up, to um, interview agents, to all get the whole campaign ramped up, um, set up, to get on the market, to get people through, to stage your home, to get a contract ready with the solicitor. It's such an it's such an enormous setup that I think if you're already in that position and ready to go to retake that position at a later point, a bit hard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're actually already you're already there. You're already poised. You're ready to go. Um, aside from that, you're mentally checked out. So yeah, it's I know. Emotion. It's emotion. yeah. yeah. I, I think you, and that's the hard thing to um, to come to terms with. I think, like I know, with our house, when that sold board, when that for sale board went up, um, we were. It, I was really, really happy, but it really, really hurt um, when that board went up. And I think you distance yourself from your house a little bit. So when people are selling, they actually do take that that distance, or they do sort of start to pull out a love of the house. And then if it's unsold and you decide to pull it off the market, stay there. It's a rare thing. It's more often than not you just want the deal done and you want to move on to the next thing because you're checked out. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a breakup. <laughs> next point, um, promotion. <laughs> next point is promotion. What do you mean? What do you mean it's like a breakup? No, we're on. You can't go back. To, you can't go back the second time. Yeah, no second time, eh? Hey? No second time. Yeah. Is another word for that, another saying for that. Um, so checking out, so our advice from this morning is um, if you can't get your dream price, really have a good, long, hard think about that the asset that you're in and the reason you're actually you're actually calculated the sale and you've got it to sell. If that, if that hasn't changed that reason, you really should push on, um, not particularly with the same agent, because you know you want to make sure price, product, and promotion are all the same. If your agents absolutely nailed it with with um, um, the marketing of the property, yeah. everything has been incredible. Plenty of people through, happy, positive, not worn down because it's been on the market for a long time. But you know, when you're showing a property for the first time to when you're showing a property that two hundredth time. You yeah, got to make sure the enthusiasms are still high. Yeah. Um, have a good long hard think about that move you're going to make. And I and I and I have I've been talking about it a lot in this marketplace. It's all about the changeover. I think you may find, even though you're not getting that money that you're thinking about for your place, that the changeover is the same, or you are actually better off. So changeover dollars um, from when you're getting out to getting in to that next property there. Have a really good long hard think about that. That's it. I think uh, the most important thing out of all of this is yet yeah, remain, um, you know, remain just in your head, you know, why you're actually selling. And then if you can still align that reason and it's still in the same place when you started, then you're, um, you're good to go. And I think also um, don't forget. The unknown commodity for a lot of people in our market, being a lot of auctions and a lot of no price, is people um, have actually started to um, hide the sales price. 
they're hiding the sales price. Yeah, that's now, the what that means, have you noticed that? Yeah, some agents more than others. Um, but yeah, there's definitely, I'd say there's an extra 30, 40% of it's hidden it's, prices. It's bloody exploded. So when you are a buyer and when you are a seller doing your homework, it's harder for you to do your homework because you don't quite know what that property sold for. Mm. If that property that you liked that you're going to buy sold for a lot less than you expected, that may mean that you can actually you can actually negotiate a bit more on your place, um, negotiate maybe even a little bit less selling price because of what you're moving over to. And what you should be doing, I believe, is also you do still have the ability to make an offer on purchasing a property, even if you haven't sold the property, believe it or not, because the sale can happen quicker. So I have been encouraging my owners um, that are on the market to actually start making offers on purchases because it's a yeah. free question and you may be well, well surprised how low you're buying for, which makes that selling a little bit, makes it you sort of loosen the collar up when you're selling. Yeah. That's a good one. I think that's the episode. Thanks, everyone. Good luck with your selling campaigns and uh, always feel free to call us. We're happy to step you through your campaign, even if you're not in all the beaches. That's it. Thanks, Billy Bob. Signing out. Bye. See you, bud. Bye-bye.